Well, as we're just days away from Thanksgiving, everybody's mind is turning to what you're thankful for. And today in Savvy Citizen, we're talking with Reverend Dr. Rodney Freeman of the Mount Zion Restoration Church and the head of the Bountiful Blessings Program that's run out of that church, as well as Selena Pate, who's the Adult Nutrition Program Supervisor and the head of the Meals and Wheels Program here in Gaston County. Both of them are here to talk about how you can give back and some of the needs in our community at this time. So in spirit of Thanksgiving, we're here to talk about some giving opportunities, um, and especially in relation to, in relation to uh, food insecurity. So um, Reverend Freeman, you want to start and just kind of tell us about, give us your background, where you're from, um, what you do. Okay. Uh, so I'm uh, Rodney Freeman. I am from uh, the big city of McConnell's, South Carolina, in York County. Uh, I have been in Gastonia for 20 years. I'm a uh, pastor of Mount Zion Restoration Church, and uh, so we have birthed uh, Bountiful Blessings Food Pantry about 18 years ago, but just uh, due to the pandemic, uh, the county came to us and asked us, would, could we be able to feed 1,000 people? Wow. And so uh, from March 2020 uh, until today, we have uh, 262,000 people. Oh, my God. Wow. And uh, right. so uh, there is a great, great need uh, that's out there. And uh, I think what what we've seen, the trends, is that uh, poverty does not look like what it used to look like. Um, poverty drives a Mercedes-Benz. Tr- uh, poverty drives a SUV. Uh, poverty drives a luxury automobile. Uh, it's just, and it's because of the fact that uh, a lot of the people who had careers were not able to go back to those careers, and so uh, they had to take a lesser-paying job, and they need food to help uh, to right. supplement the income that they lost. And so uh, that's what we've been doing. And so for the past uh, past 18 months, it's been that way for us. And But it, it's it's a great, great uh, ministry, and, and we'd love to have uh, volunteers. We have volunteers now from all backgrounds, uh, from the Cramerton, Belmont, and uh, Mount Holly area. We have some come up from South Carolina and volunteer for us. And so it's been a great, 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 um, I guess, venture for us because this, this would have never have happened um, prior to the pandemic. We, did, we had just African-Americans helping. But once the pandemic came, it brought people from all over the county, from the region, the area to come and help us out. And the thing I tell people now, it's it really not about the food anymore to me. I mean, I'm, I'm good with the food, but it's about seeing the different people come together and to bring unity together in our community and to serve and help those that come uh, to uh, Bountiful Blessings. So we not only do food, we also do um, health care products. Uh, there are many individuals that need um, insulin. They need uh, uh, the strips, the blood, uh, that's what I want to say, the blood, uh, diabetes and the strips uh-huh. to check the blood sugar. So we provide those. They have blood pressure machines. We provide those. Wow. And uh, not only that, we have uh, had uh, our fourth uh, vaccination clinic will be coming up uh, that we're going to do on November the 4th. So that's going to be uh, something we've done. So it's, it's really a one-stop shop. Uh, and so if you can imagine all that goes on, you really have to come to see it because it's about uh, every Thursday, we, it's about 1,600 cars wow. that come through our parking lot. Well, I love that kind of like holistic picture of wellness that y'all are providing with the vaccination clinics, the, you know, health products, and in addition to food because, you know, you know I don't know, food insecurity is just one piece of like a whole um, – a whole, what am I trying to say? 
it's just one part of a whole right. like a uh, issue of wellness right. and health, health. And, right. yeah. and it's all right. really related it is it is and i think that's where a lot of people miss it is because of those you know you take the food insecurity in food desert areas you think those people don't have access to healthy food choices right. and so because they don't have access to healthy food cho- choices therefore they eat things that keep perpetuating the problem that they have and so there's no, they can't get better because they're not being provided or made available for healthy food choices. And so what they do, they medicate, and they continue to medicate, and they continue to medicate. And so what we have to do is to understand that we provide, uh, uh, like today we had uh, uh, bananas, we had cabbage, uh, we had lime, uh, we had uh had even had pantains today, and so the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah. so so it's a good it's a good variety of things that we provide, and 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 uh, you know that's what I'm grateful and thankful for. So we've we've this has been kind of a theme in some of our episodes lately is the the great things that came out of a pandemic, and so you've mentioned that um, you've had more volunteers than ever. Definitely. So is the um, I guess from from the material side, do you have supplies, more supplies? Oh yeah. Ever? Oh, we had to. Yeah. Cause prior, think about this prior to March, 2020, we were only feeding 300 people a week. Okay. So we feed about 1200 people a month. Wow. Prior to the pandemic. And then the County commissioners got together and say, listen, we're getting ready to shut the city down for a couple of weeks. They came and said, listen, we want to know, can you guys feed a thousand people? Mm-hmm. So we we'll say, yeah, we can do it. So Gosh. just think about this. We went from 300 people the next week, 4,000 people showed up. Wow. Incredible. And so we had a, a traffic jam on Myrtle School, <laughs> Bessemer City Road, backed all the way up to 85. And, uh, you know, everybody, they blowing horns, you know, and it's like, what in the world are you guys doing? And, and we had no idea yeah. that, 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 that volume of people would come, but it, people came from all over. We even had a gentleman drive all the way from uh, Monroe, North Carolina. Oh, wow. wow. You know, just to get food because wow. he heard about it. And he comes uh, just to get food. So, and I think a lot of times, and I'm sure, uh, you know, uh, you can kind of relate to it. it. A lot of times, because you're not in that environment, you're not exposed to it, you're not aware of it. You're like, oh my god! But I mean, these are people that, I mean, they're not, they're not bad people. Right. They, they just need some help. Mm-hmm. They, they just need some help. That's all. Right. And they, they're not bad. They're not mismanaging their money. They just don't have the resources to keep a household going. And so, what they see is uh, food is to supplement. And then you take those who are homeless, living out in tr- in um, tents out in the woods. Uh, that it amazes me how those guys are coming. Food that need to be cooked, they won't take it. They will only take the things that they can use out in the tent. It just it amazes me how how they honor that. You know that no, I don't give that to somebody else. I can I can't. I don't have no place to cook that. Oh, but yeah. you know, if you could double up on me a bag of apples, I'll take that. Oh, you know, wow. so 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 those type of things. But it's it's a uh, it's a labor of love. I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you seen any decline in uh, a need for these services? I, I, I tell you what, it did drop off um, probably at the about last year, at the end of the year, kind of because we were steady hitting 4,000 people. Is, and, you know, right. And then yeah. it kind of dropped to about 3,200. We were like, man, we got a good trend going. But it's it held steady now. And so we're, we're averaging now a little 3,200 people a week. That's about 1,600 cars that come through. And uh, we probably got anywhere from 40 to 50 volunteers every week that we have to have to make that work. Wow. So also, you know, another result of maybe this pandemic, maybe some other things is, is inflation. So not only, right. I guess it's not just an access thing, but right. like prices are rising right. too. Right. So mm-hmm. that grocery bill every week is getting higher and higher. Like and so gas. I could see that in gas, yes, I could, and cost of medical supplies. Right. So 
I could see that need, you know, staying around for a little while for yeah, sure. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, believe me, we'll never go back to 300 again. Yeah. yeah I think just yeah. the exposure, yeah. you know, has uh, has done that. And so that's something I know we'll never, I'll never go back to it. And so the thing is now is just how do we, because this was not something we had kind of looked at long term, mm -hmm. but now it's kind of forced us to look at, okay, what are we going to do, you know, for five, ten year playing going forward because we know that it's not going to, it's not going to drop back off and people are, they're depending on it. Uh -huh. they, they, they literally depend on it. And so many singers, you know, that come through, you take now to one at a time, you know, what's going to happen that oil bill from to go up. Uh, they're going to have to uh, pay for that gas, uh, pay for the gas uh, in, their in their homes. And so they got to pay for medicine. And so now they're trying to figure out what are they going to do mm -hmm. and how are they going to take that, you know, seven, $800 check a month and make it work. Selena, will you talk, uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Meals on Wheels with the county? Certainly. I'm Selena Page, and I direct the Meals on Wheels for Gaston County. Uh, we're a part of Adult and Aging Services under the Department of Health and Human Services. And um, we serve primarily senior adults, um, 60 and older, throughout our county. And the way we're set up is we're located with our local meal sites in each of the townships throughout the county. So we have seven meal sites. And we run 33 routes across the county, and we're volunteer-based as well. Um, just like Rodney was talking about his volunteers, we really are very dependent on volunteers. And right now, we have about 800-plus that serve us. Now, some are more active at certain times of the years than others. Um, it just depends. But when the pandemic started in March of 2020, we had a lot of older volunteers who have been with our program for many, many years. And due to their own health, they chose to step back, understandably. Yeah, right. And so we lost, uh, like, hundreds of volunteers. But what happened is we lost them, but we gained so many others because um, employees um, were working remotely. Mm -hmm. Students were sent home from school. So there was this whole um, shift in the dynamics of volunteerism, and people were calling us saying, how can I help? Mm -hmm. And so that was very exciting. So we actually replaced all the veteran volunteers that we lost with these new volunteers. So that was good, and we never missed a beat mm -hmm. in regards to the pandemic. We continue. We I think all services are essential mm -hmm. to what we offer through the county, but ours was categorized as one of the essential services to where we didn't stop. Mm -hmm. So we continued to serve every day, Monday through Friday, the lunch meal. And one thing that we had to do was shift on our congregate meal participants. And the people that attend our congregate sites are those who are considered more able-bodied. They can drive or they took access transportation, came to the site. They would have activity time. They would have their hot meal. They'd have that socialization. Um, and that's the part that they missed because we had to close the site due to the pandemic. But what we did is we shifted and went to frozen meals five days a week for our folks that that affected. And so between our volunteers, our SS delivery drivers who also work for the county, we were able to partner. And they, you know, delivered the meals one day a week directly to the home of the participant. So we were glad. So we didn't miss a beat there either with our congregate folks. Um, it's just that they're really missing out on that socialization aspect. So one thing that we do as part of Meals on Wheels ongoing is not only deliver the meal, it's more than just a meal. We do a safety check. So when our volunteers go to their home, 
Um, they make sure that they lay eyes on the person, that they see they're okay. If anything is wrong, you know, we have a protocol for what they need to do to get assistance for the individual that we serve. And then our congregate folks, the ones that get the one-day-a-week delivery of five meals, at least they get to see a driver uh-huh. come to their home, check on them. And then we have staff and volunteers who also call them one time a week saying, hey, how are you doing? We just want to know if you need anything. Um, so, you know, that's been ongoing. And what it's done is really created a greater sense of unity and teamwork, not only amongst my staff but amongst the volunteers. So that's been really exciting. Um, to see what has been brought forth through the pandemic. Like Rodney was saying, it's like amazing what we have acquired through a shutdown. Yeah. It's really opened up hearts. It's opened up minds. It's opened up an awareness to the needs in the community. So uh, I'm thankful for that. Um, And Meals on Wheels has been around for a very long time in Gaston County since 1972. Now, I haven't been with the program that long, but, <laughs> but it's been around that long. Um, but it's shifted, you know, to the number of people that are being served. So right now, we serve 300 participants a day. So all across the county, 300 people are getting served a hot meal or a frozen meal, and they're getting that visit. Um, and for most of them, that's the only person they see, even pre-pandemic our volunteer would be the only person they saw for the day because a lot of them don't have a support network. They don't have anyone else they can really depend on. And so they look forward to that. And the pandemic made it a little bit harder for them simply because we had to start out with a certain protocol of delivery. So we started bagging the lunches Mm -hmm. and leaving them at the door. And, you know, we step away from the door. The volunteer would call the participant or ring the doorbell and say, hey, Meals on Wheels is here, and step away so that we kept that social distance and we were protecting them. So early on, not as much engagement as far as a handshake or a hug or things like that, but at least they could see each other and talk. Um, But now with so many of them being vaccinated, the majority, um, because we went into a partnership with um, Gaston Emergency Management Mm -hmm. as well as Public Health, and we arranged for in-home vaccinations for our people. Oh, that's awesome. It was a really awesome partnership and made arrangements like, hey, if our person can't get to the site where the vaccinations are being administered, Mm -hmm. can you help us? And so everybody came together. It's like, hey, we're, we're on this. We can do this. And so our participants were very grateful for that, that they were able to at least stay in their home, feel safe, and receive their vaccination. So it sounds like both of you, you, yeah, you start with food, but then you end up with much more, doing much more for health, yeah, in general. Yeah, I know. Like Rodney was talking about the the produce and so forth. We had a partnership with the farmer's market in Gastonia all summer. And so each week, the farmers who chose to participate in the program would get vouchers from us, and then they would bag up produce, and then we'd go pick it up, take it to the meal sites, and then the volunteers would deliver the produce along with the regular hot meal or frozen meal. And our folks just love that because they can't afford the healthy food like Rodney was talking about. And so they got bags of, like, corn and squash and tomatoes and cucumbers and cantaloupes. I mean, all kind of things that normally they would not have. Yeah the ability to purchase. And so another thing, too, with these um, aging population in Gaston counties, when you look at food stamps, a lot of the food stamp need increased, of course, um, and they were able to increase the amount 
that are given to people who are in need. But pre-pandemic, usually the average amount that a senior adult would get in food stamps, $16 a month. Oh, no. Which is not much at all. I mean, consideration of, like, what the need is. So they might be able to purchase their loaf of bread, a gallon of milk, or, you know, some non-perishables. But at least that was increased as well. And throughout the pandemic, we had the faith community on board. Every week they were doing food bags, produce boxes, toiletry bags for us. And so each week, our SS drivers that we partner with would go to that church, Mm -hmm. pick up those bags, load them up in the buses because there would be like 300 plus. Wow. And then bring them back, and then we would distribute them. And that just went on. That was just ongoing like every month after month. And so just a real exciting time, and our our people that are in our program felt special, that they were not forgotten. Right. And that we were there for them, um, even though so many of them, they still have that sense of social isolation just by virtue. They still can't get out and go like they would like to. Oh, yeah. And I'm um, sure that the families were very appreciative of that as well, because oh, a lot yeah. of times people don't have family in the area or, oh, you know, the friends. And, and exactly. they were putting them at risk by visiting. I mean, you know, you're, it, yeah. Yes. So having a process for that, because it would be hard right. to not be able to see your yeah. family. But they certainly do appreciate that they can call us and say, hey, thank you so much for checking on mom or checking on dad today. How did they seem to you? And so, yes. So do you, um, I'll ask you both, um, but I guess, Lane, I'll start with you since you kind of touched on it. Um, What are the qualifications for, to qualify for Meals on Wheels? Yes. Um, Well, 60 and older, because our focus is the aging population Uh in the community. Um, Eligibility for getting the home delivered meals would be someone who technically is homebound, now, some people can still do limited driving mm-hmm. uh, out of necessity because they have no one to take them to the doctor or to go pick up their medicine at the pharmacy, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But pretty much someone who is unable to prepare a full meal for themselves and they don't have someone available to do that for them, mm-hmm. um, they're not driving or they're limited in their driving, um, just inability to really take care of their nutritional needs and overall health. Um, so that's a large population mm-hmm. within um, our Gaston County. Uh, we maintain, like, extensive waiting list, and that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah. I wish I could, like, have a 1,000 more volunteers <laughs> yeah. so that we could create more routes and serve everybody that sits on the inquiry list. But um, we get to them as quickly as we can, and what we did, we expanded into the frozen meals uh, for people who live outside of our service delivery area so that we could serve more. And we're excited because we received CARES funding, the federal government CARES funding, and we received a substantial amount of money for our program. And so we bought a freezer truck. Oh, So we're excited about that. We just got the freezer (laughs) truck this week. It's wrapped with our Meals on Wheels logo, the county logo. And as soon as we get a driver on board, what we'll be doing is it's expanding even more. Mm -hmm. And that driver will each day go to a certain area of the county and deliver those frozen meals to those people who've been waiting for meals for quite some time. That's great. So, yeah, that's exciting. Um, So those are, that's the eligibility. So, Um, Our intake department, which is manned by um, social workers, Mm -hmm. all someone would have to do is call the intake number and say, hey, I'd like to refer myself, or a family member can refer someone in their family. 
and take the information by phone. I mean, it's a really simple process. And then they go on the list, and then I review the list, and I pull and request applications mm -hmm. from our social workers as we have an opening on our routes across the county. Okay. So we try to be really diligent about that, and then we do a full assessment on them, know that they're eligible, and we add them to a route, and they start getting the meals and the safety check. Cool. Yeah. So so what do your services require? Oh, all our services require is uh, you have a need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, you have a need. Uh, we're in partnership with Second Harvest in Charlotte, and so uh, at, because of the pandemic, they have uh, been lenient on their guidelines just to get us through the pandemic, and so... As of right now, all we're doing is just taking the name of the uh, name of the individual and how many people in the household, mm -hmm. uh, because we have to give an account to them as to how many people and they keep numbers for the federal government, and so we we do that. We got um, we have the uh, school social workers that that come and uh, they get for uh, the children, the families that okay. you know they've identified in the school that that has an emergency need, and so we just. Uh, we give our regular give out is on Thursday, but nevertheless, sometimes there's other situations, crisis that we try to help and address, and we do address. And so we got a couple of uh, social workers we're in partnership with in schools that come and pick up, and they take and um, drop off. And so there's really no, just as long as you got a you got a need, and and uh, but you you'll be amazed that uh, I guess it, it the, the pride that a lot of people who have never had to do that before, yeah. never had to get in a food pantry line, never had to come through a food pantry line, just the, just the pride that they have to swallow yeah. just to be able, and, and, and for a man who can't take care of his family but have to come through a food pantry line to get food to feed his family, it, it, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle. And so uh, we try to, I, I try to tell all of our volunteers every Thursday, we start off with prayer, but I try to you know tell them about being, encouraging uh you know because uh, you, you never know what somebody's going through never know what they have to deal with but uh, yeah it's uh it's it's you know you just come up there man we'll we'll make sure you get something yeah that's great. so that's something that has come up elsewhere and i think maybe another uh podcast is uh how students not being in school and right. people not laying eyes and them not getting that meal every day has right. really um you know we, a lot of times we don't know. So right. it's great that, like, you guys are partnering with uh, Gaston County Schools to make sure the right. everybody's got what they need. Right. Yeah, that's right. amazing. Right. I think I think a lot of times, you know, you, we, we don't take it for granted that a lot of kids come for education, but they also come for the meal. Yeah. Because yep. that is the meal that they yes. get for the day. And, and I think sometimes it's amazing. People are like, oh, no, they can get a meal. No, that that's their meal. Yeah. That, that's yeah. their mm -hmm. meal for the day. That's their meal for that day. That's the only meal that they're going to get. And so uh, you know you try to make sure of uh, that you, that you get them, you get it to them, and and, and you know, and, I mean even during this when, when we were out, there were kids that were coming up, you know, they, they supposed to have been on the Zoom, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. in the back of the car, you like, hey, what are you? Why are you not? Yeah. Why are you not? Uh, you know, you at school, you know. But the thing was, it just they hadn't had anything, and and you know, you put it in the box and back of the car. As soon as you put it in the back of the car, they reach it in the box getting something because they know I, I I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So how about from the volunteer side, if, you know, this is Thanksgiving season, we're thinking about being grateful for what we have and giving back. Um, so can you talk through what do volunteers do for your organization um, if I wanted to start volunteering for Bountiful Blessings or Meals on Wheels? How would I go about doing that? Uh, well, I can tell you, uh, so our volunteers, uh, it's, it's a process. It's seven days a week. Okay, wow. so seven days a week. So what we have every day, 
every day there's a volunteer that comes and pick up from Food Line. We pick up from Food Line every day of the week. The Food Line in Dallas and the Food Line in uh, Lake Wiley. So they give us all of their meat that was on sale that they didn't sell. We get that. And then we get all of their breads and uh, things out of their cookies, uh, those type of things. We get those get those pastries, and we bring them back, and we have 11 freezers at the church that we store it in. Okay, we store that. So we do that uh, on Tuesdays. Uh, Second Harvest brings us two trucks, two 53-foot reefer trucks. They drop one of them off. It's full of meat. The other one, and we have to unload it and load it on a reefer truck that we have uh, that we keep on campus there. So we have to unload that. So we have two forklifts. So you can, if you could drive a forklift, we got uh, two forklift <laughs> drivers that comes. They unload the truck and unload it on the other truck. So we got that process. You right. have to have a special certification to drive a forklift, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, but but so, 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 because, but, but here's the thing on that. So because I saw that we were, we were gonna be running a little short on that. So I had one of my guys certified. Oh, nice. Up at up at Gaston College. So if anybody yeah. come and they want to drive, so he takes them through a four hour certification, get them certified to say, hey, man, you're certified wow. to drive. Oh, wow. Just be back here next week. So that that has helped us out uh, with that. And so we do that. And so every Tuesday, uh, we have two agencies uh, the, the, that come, the senior citizens, agencies that stop by. The, uh, one lady get 13 boxes. The other lady get 14 boxes that mm-hmm. she takes whoever, there's some elderly people that are shut-ins, and she takes the food to them and, get, and drop it off to them. So we got, uh, I got three volunteers that come up and prepare those boxes every week uh, for those um for those for those particular individuals, and they take that's on Tuesdays. On Wednesday, uh, we're not doing nothing. All right, but Wednesday night about seven o'clock, we putting up tents, getting ready for Thursday morning. Oh yeah. All right, Thursday morning, uh, we come out at about uh, six o'clock in the morning. Thursday morning with forklifts, lights flying everywhere, trucks, <laughs> doors back open, and we unloading the trailers and lining the food up, getting it in line for when our volunteer shows up between seven and seven thirty. So when they get that, uh, get, get, when they arrive on our campus between seven and seven thirty, they're opening boxes, making preparations, getting the line right. Get, however they, because everybody has a station. However you want to set your station up, set it up. It doesn't matter to us as long as they get in the back of a car. And so uh, we, we do that. And then once we get everything set up, uh, we uh, get we got people in line for traffic. We got, need some people to uh, do traffic. Then we have to do some people to uh, get in line to. Fill out the little cards, you know, for people' name, address, and how many people in the car. We got those, and so it, it's it's a it's a. I tell everybody it's this right here, and it may be a little. I may be a little biased to it, but it's the it's the Chick Fil A of food pantries. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I love wow. it. That is so much. That's so much like logistics and planning. Yeah. Right. I'm just my right. my jaw is hanging open right yeah. now, and right. the, the amount of coordination that right. has to go into that every single, every almost single, every single day of every every, of every week. single day that there's wow. somebody that that has to go even on the weekend. We mm-hmm. have two guys that go on the weekend. The people can't make it during the week who work. We got two guys that's committed to the weekend uh, that goes and picks up for us and uh, drop drop it off, and so. Uh, we, we, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, once you get, you come over there and see it, you know, a lot of times people, they come and they like, you know, okay. And they get to work and they like, man, I never had a clue that this was what it, what you guys were doing over here. And so Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's amazing, but it, it, but again, it's a labor of love. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you got to really want to help people and to be, you know, and, and, and you don't have to stay all day, you know, which we do. Most of our volunteers do. Uh, but there's one agency I I like to uh, talk about. There's, um, a real estate firm, uh, a, a man, uh, Alan Tate. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that they have uh, committed, it's probably six, seven of their agents. Now, they could be out selling houses, looking for houses. Yeah. They come every Thursday morning. They oh. block time off wow. of their ki- schedule to come and help us. And I, th- I thought that's that was just absolutely Aren't amazing. Great? Yeah. They volunteer incredible. for us too. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that incredible. yeah, yeah. But that, that, that's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that they that they would do that, and uh, they do it every every week. They are there, and even when they on vacation, that they be broadcasting, putting it out, advertising. Listen, yeah. I need you guys to get over there, go help Bountiful Blessings. I'm not gonna be there this week. I'm out of town. Can I get anybody filling my spot? And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, man, you know. But it it really works, and uh, but it, it it's a great it's a, it's a great great great. I think, you know, to me, now I'm a little biased, but I think it's just one of the greatest <laughs> ministries it is, you know. <laughs> you know, as public servants and, and government employees, we probably should have some kind of policy like that where we, right. you know, take every morning, which we do have a volunteer policy. We, we do. For an hour, yeah. No, but, yeah, we need more than an hour. Nah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, we set hour every pay period. Yeah, so, so two, so two hours a month. Two hours yeah. a month. Oh man, <laughs> I'm about to talk to your boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to get you. I need to get you all trained up on the forklift. That's yeah. what I need. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, podcasting budget and right. forklift. And forklift. What? Oh, girl, wouldn't that look good on your resume? Yes. <laughs> So, um, so if people want to volunteer, how do they get in contact with you or the or the organization, or where do they start? If you want to uh, uh, volunteer with uh, Mount Zion, in, uh, excuse me, Battle for Blessings is at Mount Zion Restoration Church, 2311 Crescent Lane. And so here it is. Uh, you don't need no process or anything. All I need you to do is show up about 730 on a Thursday morning. You come because you need to see that first before you get into the process of the weekdays. But just come on Thursday morning for your first time. Just take a look at it. We'll get a, make sure and show you how to put on a pair of gloves. We'll show you how to operate uh, a, a knife to open a box cutter. <laughs> we'll show you how to open a box cutter, put on a pair of gloves, and we'll show you how to put uh, chicken in the back of a car. Do I have to know how to vaccinate people, or you got? You oh, got we got that. We okay. got that. Yeah, okay, we got that. Yeah, we leave okay. that. Now we do do that to the professionals. Like we, we don't let. You know, we don't yeah. let our volunteers vaccinate people. So we, we kind of okay. get the So doctors. I don't need to know that. No, you don't need to know that. No, you don't need to know that. <laughs> I think I skipped over. So, um, yeah, talk about how – what was your question? Sorry. Yeah, about you, how you can, you how can you respond can to volunteer, right? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, our process – well, pre-COVID, it was um, really as simple of, like, people would hear word of mouth or on social media, or they just would know someone who's volunteering and say, hey, I want to do this. So they would call us, and what we do is arrange for the wherever the – township where they reside where they want to volunteer they would just show up at the mill site and one of our staff would meet them and they would do a ride along on the route with our staff so they would actually see exactly where they would be going meet the participants on the route and then fill out some necessary paperwork that we require um, because we the county requires like a criminal background check Mm -hmm. on volunteers and also we have a health form to help volunteers know when they can volunteer and when they should not if they have certain health issues Um, and then just basic um, demographic information Um, so that worked really well and then COVID hit and where we really couldn't do the ride-along so what my staff did and we worked with uh, Todd and Barry oh yeah um, in regards to creating online training so they did a video um, and we got everything online as far as our forms and it's really it's just awesome the way all that works (laughs) out so especially with us targeting the millennials they go online you can find out everything through Gaston um county.gov the Uh Gaston County website and plus we have our Facebook page so it's all there on social media or on the internet 
and they just go on, see the link, click on the link. There's like a brief video, about nine minutes they watch, and once they watched it, it's like, oh, I want to do this. Uh-huh. And there's like three or four documents they just go through and um, complete online and hit submit, and it comes right to me and my staff. So it's really, we're so thankful for the communications department and uh, Barry and Todd who helped us with that um, because it turned out to be one of the best projects that we did in the past year during COVID. So that process is really simple. And then once they do that, then they actually go on out to the mill site. And if they want to follow someone who's run the route, they still have the opportunity to do that. It's just that, you know, your social distance with your car. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's the, the process right there um, for volunteering. And we, you know, the online has worked really well. We've yeah. gotten a lot of increase through the online process. Yeah, yeah, that's another, like, that's, it's funny how we had so many processes where they were in person, and we realized, oh, if we just do it online, it's, like, a thousand times more efficient, yeah. and, be- like, just better. <laughs> you can re-watch videos instead of having to do, yeah. yeah so. No, I do prefer, you know, I prefer in-person engagement with right, things, but, you know. Right. But, you know, it's just something to make it work and to, yeah. you know, meet protocol for what you need to do. Yeah. That's important. But in regards to, like, talking about Thanksgiving and special things that people can do, maybe who can't volunteer during the week due to their job, um, there's opportunities during the holiday season. And at Thanksgiving, you know, we're closed as a county office, Mm -hmm. so we're not delivering on that day, but we provide shelf-stable meals for our participant Mm non-perishables. So everybody gets that in advance. But we don't want them just to have that for Thanksgiving dinner. And so we partner with churches and each of the church there's a church in each of the townships who always does like the community thanksgiving meals and uh, we have volunteers a lot from the county like the county police that this is their thing they do it every year they come in on their day off on the holiday they go to the church pick up all the plates for all the people that are on the routes Uh and they deliver them and you know with a special thanksgiving message too so that's really nice and that's just a for many of our volunteers, that's they, they look forward to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So are you guys hosting any kind of special event for Thanksgiving or, or have any plans? Rest. Yes, good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to rest. That's I, awesome. I, that's it. Yeah, we're resting. Yeah, we're not cooking no turkey. We're not, we are resting. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we've been going and, I mean, it, yeah, we're going to break. Uh, I think out of this year, we it was the fourth of July and Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah two we, days a year. Two days. Yes. Oh boy. Two, day, two days. Yeah, out of the week. Out of the, so it's two weeks we're gonna miss. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna rest. Yeah, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Are y'all aware of any um, opportunities for volunteers like on Thanksgiving Day? Like I think maybe the Salvation Army does a meal. Uh, they do. They yeah, do. we used to partner with them, but it seems like in the past couple of years it hasn't been what it used to be uh-huh. so what we have done is we just reach out to we know each of the churches in the townships where we're located mm. that do that uh-huh. so we're already partner with them so we know we pick up the phone and say hey we got x number of plates we need for this number of people on the routes in your area and they prepare them and yeah. go ahead and have them ready for us and then our volunteers show up and get them and deliver one thing I, I wanted to mention, um, and this was just a collaborative effort, you know, with us partnering with SS Transportation, also with the faith community. Um, we were nominated for the Excellence and in Innovation Award this year, oh, which con- is the Association oh, of the County Commissioners. Yeah, 
and the local government federal credit union. Yeah. And they picked 10 award winners across the state, and we were one of the 10. So we were so excited about that. And um, to be recognized for our partnership and how if people just can come together, yep. there is a way you can make a way right. to make things happen. Uh-huh. And um, and we were determined, you know, to serve our people to the best uh-huh. of our ability through the pandemic, and it was recognized. Yeah, that's right. awesome. Yes. Right. right. Yeah, th- I think that's the thing with me is um, just understanding, you know, where we are now to go from 300 to 3,000, 3,200 people a week, you, you understand that didn't happen with one or two people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a total community effort. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and to me, with just the different people that gravitated toward, uh, toward Bountiful Blessing, and I'm always amazed uh, because one of the things I always ask everybody when they come and I see a new face is that, how did you find out about us? Mm-hmm. And it's always word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Some, their friend came up and volunteered or somebody came up and volunteered. And, uh, and, and that always just amazes me and, and and one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I guess back you know, during the summer last year, I think sometime when the uproar was going on down at Tony's, oh, you know, yeah. everything was going on up there, the uproar and everything. And here we are over here on Thursday working together yeah. like just well-oiled machine. But the thing is, you know, it, it, and I brought that up to our people, that now look what's going on just a few miles down the street. Here we are here working together. Nobody, no division. We just sitting up here helping one another, helping these people and things like that. And I just think that's just how the world ought to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. that we ought to be working together regardless of where the need at, whatever's going on. Uh, you know, because we all realize, I mean, it, it could have been us. That There's mm-hmm. no doubt about yeah. it. It could have been. But it just, uh, you know, just to. I think the the, the uh, serve and to help somebody it it's a feeling, uh, it's a pay uh, whatever you want to call it that you cannot get nowhere else. The knowing that you serve, you help somebody, it's something that's gratifying about that. Just in in a person that makes you just feel good. Oh yeah. And uh, that and then, so that's what I always look at is just if you come and you you you'll never you won't you won't go away. You'll come back repeatedly. We had a lady that came today. She. She came in and she said she hadn't been there in a couple of months. And, you know, and I kind of asked in front of everybody, like, where you been? You know, and she was like, what do you mean? I was like, where you been? We've been here for the whole, you know, the whole time. Where you, what are you, how you going to take a break? Let's get back over here. Let's, we got to do this. She was like, you serious? I'm like, yeah, we, we, we got to get these people fed. Let's go with this, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a great thing. Well, we're very, very thankful for both of you and all you do for the community. And we're so thankful that you came to the podcast and, I hope you all have a Thanksgiving and get your rest, both of you. Yeah, yeah. We're going to definitely do that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.